Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Crawl Space. Tonight we have a really special episode with Brianna's friend, Katie Manning. Thanks to Chloe for setting this episode up. She's not here in the intro, but it's important to mention her because she got to know Katie. And in their conversations that they had, they talked about some really interesting things. More interesting than the things we've played before from Katie Manning. Interesting and impactful, too. And... We've had internal conversations about whether or not this information should go out there. Uh, and, and to pretty much use Katie's words, it's, it's time. Everyone's fed up. Everyone has, has the thoughts and the opinions there, and no one's put it in a public forum. And, and it's, it's a general consensus for the most part, and it's time someone spoke up. And, and Katie's good. She's, she's, she's really badass about it. She, she knows what she's talking about, and, and there wasn't a whole lot of uh, ifs and buts in there. Follow us on Twitter at CrawlSpacePod. Thank you very much for listening. Space, Katie, thank you very much for coming on and talking with us. When you first heard that Brie had gone missing, what, what did you think happened to her? <sighs> Initially, I didn't believe it at all. I didn't. I thought maybe she was just not trying to talk to her parents for a while. Wasn't that the ordinary to do that at that age? So how long was it before it became an issue when they launched the first search party. That's when it kind of got more real for me. Anyways, I think for me and all of her friends at that point, I remember hearing that they had found her tied to a tree in the woods in Montgomery. And 
in that moment, it became real. Who did you hear that from? Oh, gosh. It was just a high school rumor. I really couldn't tell you who I heard it from first. Okay, so it wasn't the case where somebody was found tied to a tree and there was an emergency that it might be her and then the body was discovered to not be her. There was actually no body. It was a, it was a rumor. Right, right. Do you know who generated that rumor or was it just? I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Were there any sightings that felt legit to you or, or you thought were real? Yeah, um... The news channel, I don't remember what channel news it was, whether it was five or three up here, had come to my house. Um, Gosh, I think I was 20, so about three years in. They'd come to my house with a surveillance video of a girl who looked, moved, just looked like it was Brianna in my eyes in Atlantic City. And at that point, my opinion changed 100%. And I actually considered, oh, my God, she's alive. And I guess they chased that down and it was nothing. But When you say they, that's the uh, Vermont State Police? Yes. And they did they get back to you and say, this is nothing, or you just didn't hear anything? I just didn't hear anything. So you now believe that wasn't Brianna? I don't think so, no. I don't think she's been here for a long time. I think I remember seeing an interview with Kelly Maitland where she, I think she and several other people really did think it was her at first too, but I think they were able to to clear up the footage and she saw the woman from a different angle and realized that it probably wasn't her. So that's that was my understanding, but maybe they found some other way to confirm or deny it. And you were 20, right? So you said it was three years into... Uh, Brianna's disappearance, were people still maintaining some hope that she was out there, that it was a runaway, or what was the general feeling among her friends at the time and family? That's a hard question to answer. Um, it depended on the day. It, I think that myself, and I'll speak for my best friend, Megan Jefferson, I think that we believed there was hope at that point. I don't know. It's changed so much. It really, it's a roller coaster. It, it really, really is. There's no other way to explain it. It's she's alive. She's dead. She's alive. She's dead. She's, I don't know. What do you think now? I think she's dead. And I think it's been, that's been the case since day one. And being 16, 17 in the moment of that and not, not willing to accept the reality that such evil could be living in our backyard, I guess, kind of, it just didn't hit for me. It wasn't, I don't know, but now, yeah, I 100% believe she's gone. When you say uh, hit in your backyard, you still live there, right? I do. What kept you there? Why didn't you leave? I have left. (laughs) I've left and uh, I've come back and now I stay because I have a four-year-old and what I see happen in the news here versus what I see happen in the news in it's the same in every state or, or we're looking good. I mean, per capita, it's crazy here, but I don't know. This is home. Do you believe you know who's responsible for what happened to Brianna? Responsible is in who took her life. No, but who do I be- 
I believe 100% I know who could bring closure. And being in that area, are you apprehensive around this person, people? Uh, do, are you afraid? I, I wouldn't say afraid. Um, the feeling I get when I see these people is unlike anything I've ever felt. But it's not fear. Is there a way that you can elaborate a little bit on that? Because I, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes and I I, I don't maybe 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 you're more brave than I am. <laughs> yes, I'll answer. Yes, you are. <laughs> um there's one person in particular that I was close to out of <clears throat> these few guys. <clears throat> I almost said gentlemen. Um, out of these few guys that He's the one that I see in my stomach. It just, I cringe. I, I sweat immediately. All I want to do is punch him in his face. <laughs> um, you know, he hugged me when I cried over this. And then minutes later would go and discuss with other people how he watched the life drain out of her. Like, it's just, I'm not afraid because I don't, I don't think that they are killers. I think that, this is the situation that went badly and they handled it the worst way they possibly could have handled it. And I don't understand how, how we're sitting here 13 plus years later and they haven't, he hasn't, this one person, um, hasn't owned up to it in any way, shape or form. So what do you think happened? Um, I think one way or another, how it was brought on, I don't know. But I think that drugs were involved. And I think that Brianna consumed more than she should have, whether it was by force or by choice. I I don't know enough to say. But um, I believe that an overdose is what led to it. And uh, maybe she could have been helped. Maybe she couldn't have been. A phone call that should have happened and they shouldn't have hit everything. And then everyone just freaked out if if she overdosed, and then they freaked out and tried to hide the fact that she freaked out because they were using drugs? That's what I think, yeah. How long after her disappearance did you become aware of this person's involvement or these people being involved and formulate that theory? The people involved have changed, but the one that I keep going back to is this one person has been mentioned from the second it happened. He's always somehow managed to be in the middle of every theory, it seems. So I don't know. I think I've, I've seen it the whole time. I just would have defended him the first few years afterwards. And wow. <laughs> what do you mean defended him? I thought he was my friend. I, I believed his innocence. I did. Um, I was as young and dumb as they came. <laughs> Why do you think law enforcement hasn't made an arrest? Because they can't. They don't have the evidence. They don't. They can't. They don't have the evidence. They don't have anything connecting the person that you're talking about other than hearsay, right? Other than... I heard him say this at a party or this person told me that he said this. And I'm sure if the police approach him and ask him, he's going to say no. And at that point, 
I don't think that a judge will issue any search warrant or any sort of subpoena to do anything to to bring somebody like that in because you only have one shot. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, you can't you can't keep going at it until until you get um, until you get a conviction or a confession. What do you think it would take? I think that pressure needs to be applied. I think I know he isn't someone that can handle if if they were to come to him and say listen this is happening you're going to go to jail and this is you know this is the rest of your life or it's the rest of this other idiot's life what do you want to do here we know that you didn't i don't know i guess they can't say we know that you didn't kill her but to say you can lessen your charges by but how could they ever do that without having proof to press the charges i think if the cops had done their job in the first place obviously we'd be elsewhere but yeah i'm not sure i believe if you i mean what would the crime be if it wasn't intentional would it be manslaughter or would it be improperly disposing of a body because maybe these people just don't realize that it's not murder would be i don't know what it would be if i understand correctly malice murder there needed, there needed to be some sort of intention to kill. And, you know, the crime that we're discussing right now is not that. Right. You're talking premeditation versus opportunity versus accidental. There's so many different layers there, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I can imagine that there's a lot of anger among the group of uh, friends that, that, you, that, you, that you have that, you know, Brianna was a part of that group. Does it get easier as the years go by or does it get do you do you get like more angry as the years go by i don't think that we get or i don't get more angry i'm you get tired you get it gets old you know i had to step back from the vigil for a little bit i had to step back from it all um i just it consumes you, you know. I've lost a lot of friends. I've, I have. Uh, I'm sure as you know, drugs are a big issue up here, and uh, I've had more than my fair share go. But this is so different. Having no closure whatsoever, just the way it, it haunts you, it does. It just never fades away. That pain can come back, the same as it was the first day you found out, thirteen years later. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, 
you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Would that pain alleviate at all if the case was solved? I believe it would. I mean, yeah, you get that closure. I think, yeah. Do you mind if I uh, take it back just a little bit and uh, ask you a little bit about Brianna and when you knew her? Um, is there a uh, is there a memory that stands out for you that that you'd want to share? Actually, Chloe was nice enough to bring that back up for me. You know, I always think the negative. I always focus on since she's been gone. But uh, that conversation with Chloe brought back a, a lot of it for me. Um, there was one night Brianna and I. She decided that she wanted to dye her hair this crazy purple color. I mean, it's really common now to see girls have their hair like that, but then it was just, it didn't happen. But uh, yeah, she wanted to dye her hair. So we decided we would play hairdresser and go ahead and do that um, in my mother's bathroom. And uh, she, Brie was always dancing around, always acting just, she was goofy. So she had the hair dye in her hair, this dark deep crazy red and she decided she was going to dance around my mother's bathroom my mother's white bathroom there's still paint on my mother's wall and uh her the side of her mirror and her sink from brianna's hair uh i think we went through like six bath towels we totally trashed the place doing her hair that color but uh hey it looked good (laughs) that's that's amazing uh how did the two of you, and we heard the um, conversation, it was a great conversation that um, you were gracious enough to uh, allow Chloe to record. I, I really like the, uh, the the story about how the two of you met. Um, I just kind of want to hear it from, from you. Um, on the school bus, that's how we met. <laughs> I was starting in a new high school, uh, riding the bus, because that was cool. Uh, <laughs> so I climbed on the bus and... You know, you just get dirty looks. Everybody's looking you up and down. And there's Brianna in the middle of it all, patting her seat. You can sit with me. And I sat down with her, and she was telling me how pretty my hair was. And she was just, I don't know, she was just very inviting, I guess. How many people do you think know what what happened? Uh, Gosh, I don't know. At least four. Are they all still in the area? Yep. One of the parts of the of what we've read and, and what's out there that just keeps gnawing at me, and I know that um, it's been looked into and dismissed, was the fact that her boyfriend saw her car that night or early that morning and didn't stop. And it just that whole scenario confuses me. Um, What's your feelings on that? It's not that random up here to just drive by somebody's car. I mean, then it wasn't, I can say now I would think it weird if I drove by one of my girlfriend's cars parked in a field. Um, to see the car parked like that, obviously that that's different. Um, I've heard how the car was originally not like that, and then it was. I think it was like that the whole time. But to be 
partying in a field, be it March, wasn't that crazy to have happen up here. Um, so for him to drive by and see it and not think much, it was pretty possible. What's the story up there about what he was doing? Because uh, what we've heard is that until recently, that he was in Canada partying and he came back through. And he came back through at 2? 4 in the morning. He came back. Yeah, we've heard that he was in Canada partying and he came back through at 4 in the morning and saw her car. Um, I just, I'm looking at your face right now and it seems like you're a little skeptical of that, but I don't want to read into it too much. Uh, is And we've also heard other things. Um, and And... It just there's there's something that I, we can't put our finger on. There's something that's just not connecting right there for us. It was a story always that he was in Canada partying and came back through at four and was like, oh, you know, I just didn't see her car. I mean, I just didn't uh, see her at the car and I told the cops everything and I'm good. That's been the story that I've heard all along, but I couldn't agree with you more. It's there's something missing there. Is he still in the area? Yes. No and kidding. And that was her ex-boyfriend at the time, right? Right. Okay. I actually was just talking to his girlfriend earlier today, which is a little random. But she she and James were still in pretty active contact. I thought that was my understanding. Like, wasn't she in his truck when, when Keely punched her? Yes. Yes. Okay, so, so they, but they were dating at the time, but they still were in contact. Right. There was a small group of us that hung out and sometimes you dated your friends i guess (laughs) (laughs) i stayed out of that i was the only one (laughs) just to be clear for the listeners who are talking about my bad it's it wasn't her current boyfriend it was her ex-boyfriend james robitelli so james still lives in the area and is there any time anybody talks to him about this or does he talk about it or is it uh, what? The, I guess I don't know the question I'm trying to ask. Well, you 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 met up with his girlfriend today. Like obviously, it didn't come up, right? But has he ever talked to her about it or anything like that? You think? Does it hang over people? Do you get the sense that it hangs over people? I kind of would hope so. Um, I haven't. I've never had that conversation with her, so. I wouldn't know, but I I would hope so. I would imagine so. I've been questioned a hundred times over the years, so I would assume that it's the same for people on the other aspect. You've been questioned by the by the local police or the state police? The state police, yeah. And what have you told them? They've asked me literally the same questions. It was every two years, the majority of this time. And they would ask me the same questions every time. Have I heard anything new? Do I feel that they should contact anyone different? And do I feel like they're asking the same, asking the right questions is what they would say to me. Like, like I know what you're saying to other people in their interviews. but And you've shared with them the stories about your, your former friend who, uh, who talked about seeing the light leave from Brianna's eyes? Sure have. What's their reaction to that? I don't even know if they've spoke to him since then. So I would hope so. But it, is that is that name like a like a a name of prominence up there? The person we're talking about is it somebody who you know if 
if the police like are they above the law up there? I'm trying to figure out is it a small town thing? It is a small town thing. Um, his parents own a lot of land. They do a, a lot of farming. You know, um, as for above the law, I I don't think so. I think. I think the cops feel like they attempted that and they missed and they can't really do that again without his father who specifically said, if you continue to do this, I'm going to file suit for harassment. So, I mean, they're kind of stuck there. They had uh, drained a manure pit at one of their properties. These people own that I know of for... Right. I mean, they're probably within about 10 to 15 miles of each other, but they had only gone to this one property. So when they said, oh, hey, can we, what about this place? They weren't having it. They allowed them to search one. They drained a manure pit. Based on that, they wanted to search more properties. And that wasn't enough to say, hey, it doesn't matter what you think now. Because I guess, right, anybody can just have a saw in a manure pit. It could just fall in. That's reasonable enough. No, I guess a judge wouldn't sign off on that. Probably and, not going to find any DNA in it, on yeah. it at that point. Absolutely. Right. Man, that's frustrating. And this is why I asked the question before about do you get more ma- – I feel like I just like stew on things so much. I get. I, I feel like I'd, my head would explode after 13 years. Mm. Is that guy's father complicit, or is it, or is he just unaware of what, what uh, is going on with his son? I think he's unaware, and that which he's been made aware of, he likes to pretend doesn't happen. He's got, you know, three sons, two of which are very successful, very different from this one. You know, this is his, his black sheep. I just learned what this term is, and I was so excited to use it in in a show if we got the opportunity to, Um, because we always talk about not doing something just for the convenience of not being inconvenienced, you know, not to inconvenience your life. The cognitive dissonance, it sounds like there's a lot of cognitive dissonance up there. Like, you know it, but you don't really, because it's going to be too much if it comes out. Is there anything else that you want to say that you think um, that we should ask or, or that, that you think needs to be out there? Not that they'll listen to it, but I believe that those that are involved um, do it now. You know, do it now before you're not given the chance, before you don't have the opportunity to cut the deal of a lifetime. Um, sounds like we're finally coming to the end of this hell and i hope in turn each one of you gets
When a person goes missing, their loved ones often find themselves overcome with worry and grief. Bruce Maitland started the 501c3 nonprofit organization Private Investigations for the Missing because he knows this feeling all too well. When Bruce's daughter Brianna disappeared in March 2004, he was surrounded by licensed private investigators dedicated to finding her. Now his mission is to provide dedicated private investigators at no cost to other families of the missing, desperate for answers but without the financial means. Private Investigations for the Missing needs your help. To read the mission statement, make a donation, and keep up with our blog, visit us at investigationsforthemissing.org and follow us at PI for the Missing on Twitter and Facebook and Investigations for the Missing on Instagram. Because forever is too long to wait. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.